the Rise Higher podcast has been designed to help you rise on your down days and go even higher on your good days. Let's rise higher together. Hey Rise Hires, welcome to this week's episode. It's all about relationships and why they don't work. Straight to the point, we'll go straight in there. We've got to go right back to the basics, to the fundamentals. A lot of the time when a relationship isn't working, and by relationship I mean intimate relationships, whether that's with a partner, it could be if you're not with somebody, it could be an intimate relationship you have with family, with friends, at work. All of the issues that we experience in any relationship show up in every relationship because we have a relationship to everything. And often the advice that we're given, the advice that I paid for, for years and years, led me to go round and round in circles, looking outside of myself for the answer, for the solution, and never going back to basics. And that is what we're going to do today. There are three things three fundamentals that we need to focus on if we want not only our relationships to transform but our whole entire life because when we get these right everything else falls into place. So let's get straight to it. We tend to look outside of ourselves at what somebody in a relationship what they're doing. So if a relationship isn't working in our life we look at why we try and figure it out, we go into our head, we go into our, into our ego, we try and work it out, we try and resolve it ourselves. But what we find is that if we don't have a relationship to God, to love, to the universe, to source, whatever word we're comfortable with using, however we see and feel that relationship, it's a belief in a higher power and if we don't have a relationship to this, we lean on something else or someone else. So it might be a substance, a food. We lean on to prestige, to the number of followers that we have, the number of likes. We lean on to the money we make, things, people in this world to get us through life because we have lost connection with our relationship, our primary relationship, which is to the love within us. So God is love. And if you're thinking, oh, the word just turns me off completely. I get it. It turned me off for years. And this is why I miss this secret. And I was missing this fundamental core problem because I was turned off by the word God. I didn't know what it meant. So I traveled the world to learn from the wisest teachers, the wisest spiritual gurus and teachers that are out there to really learn what God meant. I kept reading that it was the answer. And you know, you see the signs outside churches talking about coming home and finding God again. And I used to think, oh, that just sounds so weird. But when you think of it in a different way, so God is love. That is what the word means, love. So if we haven't got that primary relationship to love, we will have a primary relationship to fear instead. So what is our higher power? So think of three words that describe God to you. Now, some people might come out with hate or war, but for me, 
the three words that describe God to me are love, trust and power. And if we take these three words and we really believe in them, then love is all that there actually is. And God is thought. So we are the same as God. We were made in the image and likeness of God. So we are as powerful and as loving. This is essential to who we think we are or not. If we know this, it changes our energy how we show up, the confidence we have, how we walk, how we talk, how we don't need to strive and strain through life because we know that something bigger is going on here. The universe, the birds, the trees, babies, there's still so much we don't know about nature, about space and galaxies, how it's all held together, how it all works beautifully. With our immune system, it works beautifully if we take the pressure off it and we don't control things, if we take the stress out of it. And the galaxies, the space, the universe, it gives us a glimpse into the enormity of what's going on here. So if we don't know how we were created, how we landed here, if we think we created ourselves, and if we don't know who we are and why we're here, these are big questions, the deep questions that were just, I, I just always found that we just weren't taught them in a really, just in a deep enough way, you know, in, in a true way that we could apply it to our modern life now. So how do we apply this to our business, to our relationships? How do we apply it to relationships in the middle of a pandemic? You know, we've got to be practical with this. And we cannot be separate from God. If you don't like the word God, think of love. We can't be separate from love, from power, from this light that we are too, because we were created the same. God, love is perfect. It's a perfect energy. And we are that same energy. The problem is, the moment we're born, the world tells us that we're not perfect that we're lacking, that we're not powerful. So we take a detour into fear and that is what we're trained to know, to believe, to perceive, to act, to feel like. We are one with this almighty loving power of the universe, God, call it whatever you want to call it, and everybody else is too. But isn't it funny how when we're disconnected from somebody, we can't see the good in them. We struggle to see any love within them. But it's a reflection of whether we can see the love within ourselves too. And the mind, our mind remains powerful. Whether we think with love or with fear, we're always creating, always in every moment, even when we're asleep in bed. And it's very, very popular these days to cast out the fear and and analyze the fear and who we got it from how we've how we've learned to behave like this who who it was from was it from our mom our dad our parents school but the only that but that's like walking around a room and with in the dark with a baseball bat just batting away the light you know trying to, to the darkness sorry trying to bat away the darkness when all we need to do is go and switch on the light. 
you know, the real you, the real us, isn't split into this personality of good and not good, love and fear. The real us is already whole, complete and innocent. And there's a lot of spirituality taught these days. But basically, a lot of it misses out this fundamental relationship. Because people say, well, if there was a God, why do bad things happen? Why why does why does he even let anything bad happen? And it's because love doesn't force. It just is. And we have free will in any given moment to choose between love and fear. God created the internal teacher, the Holy Spirit, the guide to guide us back away from fear. If, and this is the key, if we request it. So we have got free will. We, we're not like a baby, a little tiny cell. We're not like the birds or the trees. We can say no to becoming the person that we are capable of being. But this, this spirit within us will lead us back to love, will return us back to that love within ourselves and then we'll be able to see it within other people too. And we become willing at a certain point when we've been through enough that we think enough is enough. We want to do things another way. And the answer to this separated self, so we feel this separation that we're missing something, that there's a gap within us. And the answer to that separation is spirituality, is coming back to dismantling that thought system based on fear and accepting a thought system based on love instead and embodying that love within us. We think we're separate from ourselves, separate from God, therefore we think we're separate from other people. And we live with this low-level hysteria because we're not quite sure who we are, how powerful we are, what we're capable of, and why on earth were we here in the first place? We forgot. We forget who we are, we forget who other people are, we forget our function with ourselves, with other people. So we just don't know how to behave and we get needy and we get controlling because we think someone here is our higher power when they're not. That's idolatry. The love, we, we sort of think that love, the love comes from the money, the prestige, the success and other people's opinions. And we're working so hard to keep these things and get these things. But our relationship to God is everything. And that's when we can become happy for no reason. And if the word God does turn you off, like I said, think of it as love. You know, the real us is love. And sometimes the problem is, is that we just don't download it that day. We wake up and we're thinking about how our partner annoyed us yesterday and all the things that might be wrong in our life. Because the craziness of the world, usually all stemming from childhood trauma, we just don't know how to express love. We have forgotten who we are. So who are we? We're children of God. We're children of love. We were created in the image and likeness of love. We are love. We just forget that. So we forget it in other people too. And why are we here? We're not here to necessarily, you know, break world records. We're here to love people. And the ego tells us that, well, there must be more to it than that because that sounds a bit dull. But if you have ever 
lived a day of your life not feeling great in a relationship that doesn't feel like it's working, then you must have felt that feeling of you just desperately want to find that inner peace, that connectedness again. And this is how to get it. Coming back to ourselves, nothing in this world, the Course says that nothing in this world has deep enough roots to satisfy us for long enough. We think that more money, a bigger house can make us happier, but it can't make our soul satisfied for long enough. Once we have the completion within, knowing who we are, it's much easier to attract everything in the material world that is for our highest good, that is a reflection of this love that's within us. There's nothing bad about these things. There's nothing bad about having nice things, having money, having the cars, having the houses. They're, they're gorgeous. They're, they're things that we should be enjoying in life. But we've got to have this primary relationship established first because that's how we're satisfied. Now, what happens in relationships is that we meet somebody and we're normally meeting them from a place of emptiness, a gap within us, and we're looking for that person to fill that gap. For example... A couple that I'm working with at the moment, she, when they met, she loved and admired his confidence. He had been through a tough time at work and he loved her fun side. So that's how the relationship was formed. You know, it was exciting. The, they had the confidence, the fun. But when things change, pandemics come along, health issues, stress, children, and we don't, we're not that confident person anymore, and we're not that fun person anymore, then that's when relationships change because we now see the person as somebody that they're not when we first met them. And then we think, oh, they've changed. But it's not, it's, it's not that somebody's changed. It's that we were hoping in the beginning that this person would, would complete us. The film where, oh, what's his name? In Jerry Maguire, you complete me. Hollywood has glamorized falling in love with other people to complete us. But nobody, nobody can complete us without this love within us, without this acknowledgement of the God, the love, the power that's within us. And, you know, it's, it's about always in any moment coming back to us, to ourselves, you know, Loving people is what we are here for. Loving people comes from our connection to the higher power. So we come from a place of wholeness. We're not needy. We don't need anything. We can just love other people. But if we can't love other people and we've got issues in our relationship, which can lead to infidelity, can lead to affairs, disconnection, all the pain that we have, it's it comes down to these fundamental issues. And the second one is the relationship we have with ourself. There is one problem, there is one solution. We think we've got many, many different problems, but we really only have one. And everything is a relationship, the relationship we have to our body, to God, to others, to the world. And if, if we're aligned with God, we do remember who we are. We are love, we are all powerful why we are here to extend this love to others. And it almost sounds too simple, 
You know, it sounds too too simple, too good to be true. But it's like we've been living in this complicated structure of we need all of this stuff and then we can be happy. But that's not the fundamental. We are not here to play victim, to analyse, to explain. We've been sent here to love, to be the best version of us, to be the best version of ourselves. And this means that we live in a different world. And yes, not everybody is nice. People are confused just like we've been. People are damaged. People act out of the wounds like we do. But we are not created to be at the effect of any of that. It's not about what happens to us. It's about how we choose to be in the space of what happens to us. We have been created perfect, but we just don't believe that. Our ego has told us that we're missing something, that we're not good enough. It talks about our mistakes. It brings them up. It tells us where we've messed up. And it, it, we have almost this like these layers of clothes on, of accumulated layers of condemnation, pain. And all of this work isn't denial about what's happened and where we're at now. It's about accepting it but looking past all of it through the act of forgiveness of forgiving other people and the hardest person in the world to forgive who is ourselves. You know, we, we don't forgive ourselves for those moments where we're like, man, I can't believe I acted like that again. Looking past the issue, looking past what's coming up in a relationship to what's behind it. It's deeper It's deeper than just looking at what's happening and who's to blame. The first relationship is coming back to our relationship to God, to the love within us. The second relationship is the relationship we have with ourselves. Who the heck are we and why are we here? It's about embodying love. The lesson today in a course is all about who walks beside us every single day. And we should ask ourselves a thousand times a day, the lesson says, who walks with me? And if we knew who who walks with us and we could step back and we could let love, we could let God lead the way and our life, our relationships, everything would unfold perfectly. Every time I work with a couple and there's infidelity, there's been affairs, these fundamentals aren't in place. And it doesn't mean to say that you need to go back to church and you need to start going to Sunday school and regularly attending church. I don't go to church. None of the churches around here have inspired me enough, have given me the message as it's meant to be communicated. And that's the problem. We've been told that we almost need to be poor in order to be spiritual, that that expensive luxuries are bad. They're not. We're meant to have everything. It's us that blocks it because of what we've been taught. We took the detour into fear. It's not our fault, but it's our issue now. And we've got all the books, all the courses, all the teachers in the world to help us return back to who we are and why we're here. Once we do this, everything that we've ever wanted, all the goals on our goal list, they actually sort of change a little bit. Because instead of being, I want to build, it's so popular now, I want to build a six, seven, eight, nine, ten figure business. It becomes different. Our energy changes. And it's all about 
Who can I be? How can I be my best self in any moment in front of any person I'm stood in front of? Because if I'm being my best self, I will see the good in somebody else. If I can't see the good in somebody else, it's because I can't see the good in myself. All of the issues in relationships in life stem back to these fundamental issues. And the third relationship is then, once we've established, the, once we've built our house on a rock, we can then have amazing connected relationships with other people. Will they always be perfect? No. Will there never be any other issues again in relationships? No. But from this new energetic inner place that we're dwelling in, our vibration changes, how we show up changes, what we attract changes. We're living in a different nervous system. We're coming from a different place. We know God's got our back. We know who walks beside us. Took me years to be comfortable to talk about this God word. But God is love and God is a feeling. He's not a man sat above us in the sky waiting to condemn us and send us to hell or heaven. He's here right now. And it's not a he, it's not a she, it's not a man-woman thing, Mother Earth, Father Heaven. It's all energy. And it's all waiting for us to tune back in. Whatever issue we've got in relationship, we can tune in in any given moment, come back within ourselves, away from the chaos, breathe, go deeper into our minds, do the forgiveness work, ask for help, and then our soul becomes satisfied, our goals change, our relationships change, and everything starts to work amazingly well. So that was a quick whistle-stop tour of everything I've learned and experienced and travelled the world to find in 20 minutes. So, you know, we're not going to get it all across in one 20-minute podcast, but I hope it's giving you some indication of what you're capable of, who you are, and when you really know what what power lies inside of you. Even if, go with the Alcoholics Anonymous AA, their, their line which is identifying with a concept of a power greater than ourselves. Whatever that feels and looks like for you, let's go into a visualization now and let's really start to feel it within us. Let's practice what we've just learned. Okay, so sitting somewhere where you're nice and comfy, where you won't be disturbed. I've got a cat that's just sat on my knee, so he might meow at any point. And just start to bring your attention onto your breath. It's the first missing piece in my book, all about coming, changing our nervous system, changing our state and coming back to the breath. Our breath is a reflection of what is going on within our mind. So if it's choppy, if it's a stressful kind of low breath that just comes into the chest, then it's telling us what's going on within our mind. So taking some nice deep breaths into our tummy, feeling our tummy expand and release. Inhale and exhale. And the aim is always to get to the very center of our mind. Our mind surrounding our true mind is a whirlwind of clouds, the thoughts, an incessant buzzing that just surrounds our mind. And when we go past all of that and we go deeper within our mind, that's where our real mind is, that's where all the love is. 
and when we drop into our hearts and we allow ourselves to open up we allow the love that's already within us even if it's a little flicker of a flame right now it might be the tiniest amount of love once we start to fan that flame and open our chest and bring our shoulders back once we forgive ourselves and forgive other people and forgive what we thought God was and we forgive the world from everything we thought it was we forgive our past we forgive things that are happening now imagine handing over everything that's weighing heavily on your heart hand it over imagine that there's somebody there to take it from you any concern any worry any fear imagine it just melting away and once we go deeper once we let go of anything that's holding us back we start to get a sense of who we really are this open surrendered loving being that is powerful and strong and confident we don't need to act out in ways in crazy ways we don't need to seek love from other people. We don't need to hurt people or hurt ourselves. We are complete, we are whole. There is nothing that we haven't got inside of us. Everything we need is here. In any moment where we feel afraid, we can just come straight back within us, feel that love within us reconnect. And if we can do this every single morning, our nervous system changes. Who am I? You're a child of God. You are made in the image and likeness of love. You are love. You might not feel it all the time, but you are. And when your mind is aligned with love, imagine the power in your mind that has created chaos. Imagine it creating the opposite. Imagine being so open, I mean, even open your arms to the side, lift your head up, imagine being so open and receptive to all the good and all the love within the universe. There's almost too much abundance for you to take on. To take on. There's avalanches of abundance waiting to come to you, but we block it and then we wonder why life doesn't work. But it's okay because any miracle that we've blocked is held in trust for us until we are ready to receive it. And we're ready now, we open our arms, we open our hearts, we ask the spirit within us that can help us, the power in the universe will just stand back. Whilst we're controlling everything, it will stand back. And it's only when we get down on our knees and we say, I am willing to be different. The way I'm behaving, the way my relationships are, the way my life is, isn't supporting me anymore. I am willing to be different. Please help me. And we will be shown, we will be guided to everything we need to know. Working in this way with people is deep. We're getting to the root cause. 
Why do people have affairs? Why do people act out in crazy ways? Why can't we see the good in people? Why are we cynical against people? Why do we condemn people and criticize them? Why can we not see the good in somebody else? It's because this connection is loose within us. We re-establish the connection to love, to God. We re-establish the connection with ourselves and we feel that love within us and we extend it to other people. We can only receive, we only get to keep what we give. But we're not taught that, we're taught in the material world that if we give something away that we haven't got it anymore. But in the spiritual, in the spiritual realm, only what we give is what we receive. We give hate, we receive hate back. If we give love, we get love back. We've always got to be the one to make the first move. Often in relationships, we're waiting for the other person to change or we're waiting for them to show up. We're waiting for somebody else to bring the joy and the happiness. We have got the joy within us. We have to bring it everywhere we go. You are love. You are connected to a power in the universe that is greater than us. It's not better than us. It's just greater. It's more powerful. But we are that same power. And once we plug ourselves in, once we turn ourselves on, we create from a different mental space, from a different heart space. Our nervous system changes, our immune system changes, our relationships change, everything changes from the inside out. I cannot take a client on if they are not willing to go and connect deeply with themselves again, to uncover the root cause of what's going on and really connect back to everything that they were created to be. We have to set the foundations right. We have to build our house upon a rock. Seeing the good in others. You know, that's just an amazing place to be, okay? That might mean that we don't stick around. You know, if we're in an abusive relationship, we don't have to stay there. It's not to say we just ignore somebody's behavior, but we're in that mental space now where we're so connected to what's right for us that we know the most loving answer in that moment for the best for everybody involved is for us to say, no, I'm not staying there anymore. And we get the help we need to leave. Sometimes it's to stay sometimes with most a lot of the time when i'm working with people the relationship is disconnected but it's only because we've been trained to see what we don't like you know how many times do we wake up and think oh why are they doing that again or and it's all very subtle thoughts and feelings but imagine instead waking up and thinking oh i'm really grateful today for what he or she has done i'm really grateful today for that i'm really grateful today for this then that person changes, they can feel our contempt. They know, even though we're not saying something, they know what we're thinking, all minds are joined. That's why you walk into a room and you can feel the energy. It's about coming back, reconnecting. 
knowing that you've always got this power to connect back to every footstep you take there's always God always love walking along with you and when you're ready bring your attention back into your body wiggle your fingers wiggle your toes come back into the room oh I always come out of these visualizations and I feel like I've been in a different world and it's beautiful because it just shows how you've got to practice everything that we talk about. There's no point in learning the theory. There's no point in analyzing the darkness unless you do the work to change it. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. It is pretty deep. There's, you might have some questions off the back of it because I went through it at lightning speed. Let me know and I can go into more detail in the future. All right. Have a great week. Bye.